0: Welcome to Te Con Brujita, where we drink some tea and talk all witchy things. I'm Natalie Rodriguez. Come and flow with me as we jump to today's topic. We are so excited to bring in this beautiful break that is about to happen on Te Con Brujita. Last Saturday, we celebrated our one-year anniversary on Te Con Brujita. And we have a whopping 48 episodes that have been released every Thursday with some beautiful energy and research. And this time around, I am going to close shop for the winter and we will be back on January 18. In January 18. So please, as you continue to celebrate with your family, may you have a beautiful winter and holiday break with your season, with your family. Today, I am bringing you the celestial workshop if this is something that you missed and you desire to partake it is still very relevant and you can do the practice i leave you with the audio for the celestial workshop if you desire to participate make sure that you tune in to our website you will find a video uploaded and you can do the celestial workshop with us on our website as well not here i leave you with the celestial workshop (laughs) We're just waiting a few minutes for all the participants to join in. So we're going to start around 6:05, 6:06. Make sure you grab all of your materials. You should have a journal, a writing paper or paper, or your phone, your favorite drink, and all of the items that are weighing your heart down today. Bring them in. Welcome to our Celestial Workshop. So if you are a fan a supporter of Tecon Brujita, thank you so much for being here. If you are new, To this space, I welcome you. My name is Natalie Rodriguez and let's go ahead and get started. Oh, we got one more. Let me admit them. Okay, so welcome to the space. Okay. So this is our agenda for today. We have one hour packed with a lot of items and practices that we're gonna do together. Our first thing that we're going to do is our welcome. We're going to have a check-in, do some introductions and celebrations of Te Brujita. We're going to have our celestial workshop, the reason that you're here. And then we're going to do our readings. I had a few people that actually purchased our ticket, our reading, our energy reading. And then we're going to close off with some beautiful remarks. So let's go ahead and get started. The first question for tonight, how are you? If you are familiar with this wheel, it might've been because you are a social emotional support person or you've done therapy. This is an emotional wheel. And if you don't know what it is, it's just an emotion that breaks it down and it encompasses every emotion. So for tonight, my first question to you, this is an interactive practice. I want you to share how you're feeling today. So take a minute to look at the wheel and see where your emotions are lying today. Give me your name. And if you have a special Sagittarius person in your life, I want you to write it into our chat. I'll give you about a minute. I know that's right. everybody should say Natalie. So how are you feeling today? Share your name and a special sash in your life. Oh, we got two Natalies. (laughs) Exhausted. I feel that. It's been a lot. Once you have your emotion and your special sash in your life, go ahead and write it in the chat. We got a happy, content, exhausted. Today I'm feeling happy and proud. Mm, that's a good one. I'm feeling courageous today. Ooh, we got a powerful. Oh, Dr. Washington, take your time. <laughs> if you need a little bit more time on the wheel, just let me know. Okay. So this is our intention for today. Still feel free to share, Dr. Washington. This is our intention for today. So this um, session, it is being recorded and I will be using it for future invites and welcomes for people that are coming in to join Tecon Brujita, but it will be stopped when we do, do our debrief. Why is it not recording? Okay, so it is recording. It is something else to be the person who does the Zoom and also trying to like make sure that you're interacting with the people at the same time. So I do apologize if I feel as if I seem flustered. So today, this is your practice. I'm only your guide. So I want you to always be checking in with yourself along this journey. Prioritize your well-being. If you need to use the restroom, check your phone, take a moment, pause. Please do so. I always want you to respect yourself above anything. This is our space. So if you have questions along the way, please feel free to unmute yourself or you can raise your hand. I think I'll be able to see it on my side when you raise your hand and just unmute yourself and ask. This is our space. And if you are new and you've never done a holistic practice before, including meditation, breath work, visualization, release any expectations that you have and just flow with me today. I promise that I'll be gentle on your soul. So let's start with our introductions. Who am I? So that cute little baby was born a Sagittarius, born in December in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And at the age of 20, I attended U of M and I made a lot of connections at the university. But this was a very beautiful and growth time. Oh, we have somebody else coming in. During this time, I committed to a program to become a healer. So for a year, I did self-healing practices. I involved myself in meditation. We did silence retreat, and we did a lot of practices. And that picture is actually the day of my graduation as a healer. And this is the day that, oh my goodness, everything came together for me, and I understood my purpose and mission in this world. Before I joined that healing practice, this is not acting up. Truly a month before this picture was taken, I participated in a new segment for the job that I was working in, but a month before I had the most tumultuous time, mentally, emotionally, physically, and people that know me personally know truly about this. So a month before this picture was taken, I had an abortion. That abortion opened me wide. Like, I did not want to be here anymore. I didn't see any purpose in existing. So if believe it or not, during this time, in spirituality, this is called the dark night of the soul. But this is usually when you go through something really traumatic or chaotic, that just makes you go into yourself, self-reflect, go into some introspection. Some people have a dark night soul. And it's not necessarily something happened to them. It just awakens one day. You just want to find your purpose. You don't align with what you're doing. Your nine to five is not making you happy anymore, etc. It doesn't have to be something traumatic for it to happen. But believe it or not, In this picture that you see there, the person who did not want to be a father was actually standing next to the camera person. And this was such a very difficult time to really navigate that what I did, I took all of the information that I was receiving at this time because I decided to join into therapy, practice holistic things, meditate and journal. And I took all of this information and I put it into one place and I created my first guidebook. So this is the emotional healing after an abortion. And this contains so many beautiful things that helped me through my time. And I created this two years after my situation. So in this guidebook, I added all of the music that helped me, practices I utilized. I shared my story. And during this time, something else happened. I noticed that people were purchasing the guidebook and I was not promoting it. So people were looking for it. And every time somebody purchases a buy book, believe it or not, I pray over them. Because I remember deeply the feeling of me searching for something, like looking for me in the stories that I was reading. And I couldn't find one. So when people buy one, my heart goes truly out to them because I do understand why it's needed. So a year later, Te con Brujita podcast was born and this was the culmination of everything I've done from the healing journey that I completed to becoming a healer myself and learning how to hold space for others. I put everything into the podcast. So the podcast itself, it has a lot of spiritual and healing topics all so it can accompany you in your own healing journey. So it breaks down a lot of spiritual topics and things that might be difficult to talk about and I make it fun and laughable and we just enjoy the energy together. So this is how the podcast is born. I want to give you a few statistics on podcasts because this is the, the reason why we're here. We are celebrating one year of the Brujita podcast being on air and this is really key. So if you didn't know, 2018... Was the first boom of podcasts, and it began with one hundred ninety-seven thousand. Twenty twenty was the year that everybody wanted to have a podcast, so that number almost quadrupled, and uh, one million new podcasts were created in twenty twenty. Now these are the real scary statistics: ninety percent of new podcasts they fail after their third episode; they stop creating, etc. The ten percent that still, you know, lives through that third episode, they give up at the 20th episode. So we have almost 180% people just quitting their podcast once they start. And it's a lot. I could see you, I could see why, okay? But this is why we're celebrating, okay? Because Tecon Brujita has made its first to one year. And that's check, okay? Two. The first official episode came out June 26, 2022, and it was the first research episode that I trusted my voice, and I spoke about reproductive rights. And it only made sense because I was coming from the abortion, emotional healing, putting it all together in the first episode. After that, today we have a catalog of 48 episodes, 641 minutes have been dedicated and air. And it has been streamed in U.S., Germany, Argentina, Puerto Rico, and I I can only thank you. So this little girl who was afraid to speak up is now being listened in countries that I haven't even visited yet. So that is just so, I'm getting emotional. Let me get some water. (laughs) So to my top 17 fans, this is such a beautiful data from spotify because it was sharing that i do have more people that listen to the podcast but for these 17 people they have me number one on their podcast so they only come in to listen to podcasts and i'm number one on their list and i was just like so thankful because i'm like out of all the one million podcasts out there y'all got me so sweet though so let's get right to it thank you no truly thank you to all of you so we have a new moon happening in Dece- on December 12th. And if you did not know, new moon and working with new moon energy, you can work three days before, starting today, and three days after the new moon. So that would be until the 15th. So what I talk about today will be relevant for the next few days upcoming. So see, here are some few things to know about the new moon. First of all, what is the new moon? I love educating, so I put this image up to make it simple for you. So this is what the new moon is. The moon is in between the sun and earth and the sun is shining on the moon, so it casts a shadow. So that's why we don't see a moon during these times. What does a new moon mean in the cycle of a moon? New moon marks the beginning of a new moon cycle. So a moon cycle, it starts with a new moon, naturally. It symbolizes new beginnings, its shadow towards earth. It represents a time where we are called to do an inner reflection and introspection and look deep in ourselves. In some Native American tribes, the moon in December is known as the snow moon, little spirit moon, and when the wolves wolves run together moon. And I thought that was just the cutest thing because it's exactly what that means. When the wolves run together, it's basically that it's outside, it's cold, and that's why they called it this. Now, the title, Little Spirit Moon, I thought that was the most intriguing, and I, w- I wanna tell you why. In this Native American tribe that calls the moon Little Spirit, it is referring to people spirit. So they're saying that during this time, people's spirit, it falls in despair, it's shortened, and it has to do a lot because of winter. Some people tend to lose sunshine, vitamin D. So they they have the sad, the seasonal sadness that happens during winter. And that's why they call it this little spirit moon. So if you are feeling low, or you have been feeling low, I want you to know that it's a natural cycle. and, And you're not alone in this. Okay. What should we know about Sagittarius? This is the funnest, okay? Not only because it is my sign, but actually the story behind Sagittarius that I want to share with you. So before I share the story, let me tell you a few things about Sagittarius. The word Sagittarius comes from Latin, and it means archer. The season begins November 22, all the way to December twenty-first, and then we have Capricorn season. The Greek astronomer Ptolemy, he was the one who named the zodiac. So he was the one who named the constellation of Sagittarius, Sagittarius, Sagittarius. The element is ruled by fire. The planet Jupiter is the one that rules over this sign. The symbol, usually you'll see the little archer, the little half man, half horse with the bow and arrow. And here are some few key characteristics of Sagittarius. These people tend to be adventurous, wise, kind, generous, joyful, very independent. They like to educate. (laughs) Now, on the flip side, Sagittarius tend to be a little bit impulsive. They could be tactless because they're just direct communicators. They could be overconfident. And they can be restless because they just enjoy the spirit of exploring new places, new things, so we could get bored easily. And these are key things to know because this is the energy that's going to rule throughout this time. So let me tell you about Sagittarius. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink so you can sit with me. Sagittarius. A centaur, half man half horse. Centaurs are known to be very wild, like to drink, be violent, and just raise your hand if you've ever seen Game of Thrones. (laughs) Okay, the Dothraki, like Jason Momoa's character and his people, that is what characterized centaurs, okay? That energy of like being wild, they don't want to be ruled, etc. Chiron, was a centaur and he's the one Sagittarius is named after. Chiron was a centaur but he was very different and I wanna tell you why. Chiron was a centaur that was born to the titan Cronus. So he's actually half brothers of Zeus if you know Greek mythology. In his case, when he was born to his mom, his mom was so disgusted with him because he came half baby and half a horse and she was disgusted and she abandoned him. So he was actually raised by Artemis and her brother, her twin brother, Apollo. So these two gods were the ones that actually trained gave all of the education, wisdom, hunting, archery, healing, medicine, all of this knowledge to Chiron. So when Chiron goes back to his people, he's very different from them because he was raised different and it makes sense. So what does Chiron do with all of this knowledge? He's actually responsible for teaching people like Hercules and a different Greek mythologies that I don't wanna get into, A uh, Greek heroes. But in this case, Hercules was actually the one that came to Chiron to learn how to like be successful in his task that he needed to complete. The day that he comes back to celebrate with Chiron, they actually start drinking. And he he choked on some meat, on some raw meat and he asked for some wine to be able to wash it down. But the wine that he grabbed was actually made by Dionysus And this is the god of wine. So his wine was actually going to be very powerful to the point that only by opening the top of the wine, the vapor intoxicated the centaurs. So the centaurs got drunk and they started to want to fight coming at Hercules. So Hercules to defend himself started throwing arrows and the arrows were poisoned. He killed a few centaurs, but in the process, he hurt Chiron too. Chiron unfortunately he was immortal so the poison did not do anything to him except give him a lot of pain and in exchange for this Zeus took pity on him and he converted him into stars and that's how we get the constellation of Sagittarius because Chiron was turned into stars to forgive him for you know getting sick but it wasn't even his fault so that's where we get this mythology of Sagittarius and where it comes from that that was pretty neat. Now, it's time to journal. So go ahead and grab your notebook, your paper, your phone, and I have 10 minutes, and you can select whatever question calls your name, resonates with you. I'm going to read them aloud. You can pick whichever, or you can do them all if you have enough time. The first prompt that I have for you, I forgive myself. I'm in alignment, am I in alignment with my life purpose? How can I embrace myself and have love towards myself? What has my intuition been calling my attention to that I haven't been listening? (laughs) And lastly, what is weighing down your heart? I wanna give you about 10 minutes to reflect on the questions, the new moon, the Sagittarius story, and take time to write and release. And in about 10 minutes, we'll start our practice. Okay, welcome back. So now I'm gonna help settle your body. We're gonna do breath work, and then we're gonna dive into our visualization. So for this part, you are welcome to turn your cameras off. You can close your eyes if you feel comfortable. And if you do not, you can keep your gaze on anything that makes you feel safe, which could be the screen or something or place in your space. Okay. So for our first breath work, I'm going to teach you two different techniques, and you're going to choose the best one for you. My first one that I have, I love to teach children because it's physical. So you're gonna take your hand, palm of your hand, and you're going to take five deep breaths. You're going to inhale as you go up and exhale as you come down. So take a deep breath and you're gonna trace your fingers. Exhale. Inhale. As you go up, exhale as you go down. And one more. And that's the hand method. I love the square and we're gonna do this one together. So we are going to take a deep breath for four seconds, hold for four, And exhale for four. So the first one we're going to do together. Go ahead and take a deep breath. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Let's do this three more times. Go ahead and take a deep breath. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Take a deep breath again. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale one, two, three, four. Make your last one the most meaningful one. Take a deep breath, hold one, two, three, four, and exhale one two, three, four. I welcome you to close your eyes. I'm gonna turn my camera off for this section and I'm gonna guide us in a visualization practice. Make sure you can hear me. Close your eyes. With your eyes closed, see your space around you, where you're sitting. Feel your body pressing on where you're sitting. I want you to see outside of your space, your home, the street, where your car is parked. See your city, your town, your island, your country. You are moving further and further out. You're starting to see earth from your point of view. And as you zoom out of Earth, out of your home, you begin to see stars, darkness all around you. And you keep zooming out to more stars. You see galaxies. You see a million planets, different, all different in sizes, colors, You're not scared. Actually, your eye is wondrous all around you. And as you get to the furthest point that you can get in this universe, you are zoomed all the way back into your mother's womb. And all you can see is a red, dark place around you. Feel your heartbeat. It moves thousand beats per minute. Feel your mom. Humanize your mom. Imagine your mother's age when she had you. Feel what she feels. Stay with her. This is the first moment that you recognize feelings that are not your own and they're passed down, and they may contain harmful, hurtful thoughts against you. Forgive your mom. You hear the voice of your father. If he was present, you hear him. If he wasn't present in your life, imagine him. For he gave life, you forgive him. You understand and you let go. Imagine the day that you were born. If you heard the stories, bring them in. Bring that memory in. How were you born? Was your mother partying the day that you were born? Were you causing your mother to be in labor for 12 plus hours? Go back to that memory when you were first born. The moment that you came in contact with this world. See yourself. Observe yourself. Did you cry when you came out? Embrace this memory. Thank it. See yourself in your first day of kindergarten. How was that? Did you feel brave, courageous? Did you feel sad, lonely? Take yourself through all of the moments since kindergarten that you felt rejected in a friend group, where you were rejected, disappointed by a family member, Your first lover. Your first heartbreak. The first moment you betrayed yourself. Revisit the memories. Observe them. You don't have to feel them. Just observe them. Check in with your heart. Forgive them for every disappointment, every tear you spill in the rejection, in the loneliness, in the heartache, in the heartbreak, in the loss of a loved one. Each and every moment since kindergarten, take yourself through seventh grade. Go back to that memory when you were 13 years old and you thought you knew everything. Forgive yourself. When you graduated and you went into the world and you were ready, forgive yourself. You know what is the most painful memory that you have that has cost you the biggest heartache you know what that is bring it forward whatever is weighing your heart down right now bring it forgive yourself it isn't yours to carry even though the emotions are felt by you it isn't yours See yourself at this age that you are right now. Look into your heart. Your heart is vibrating. Bright green or pink. Is it vibrant? Is it obscure? Walk into the cave of your heart. Sit. What's in it? Who's in it? Why do you feel sad? Say it out loud. Speak it. It's just you and your heart. What has you so down that you can't shine? What has you blocked that you can't love? What is it? Name it. Your heart holds all the wisdom and all of the memories that we visited. It holds them all. Your heart. Is your biggest cheerleader. It roots for you, wants you to shine. So visit and spend time in it. Stay in here for however long till you feel comfortable again sitting in your heart. I'm sorry. I know you don't beat like you used to, I'm sorry. Sit with your heart, I'm sorry. Every time I believed that all of the rejections was because of me, I'm sorry. Each and every time my name was not called I'm sorry because I thought it was me, I'm sorry. That rejection was not personal and I took it personal. I'm sorry. That heartbreak, my first person, it wasn't for me to carry. I'm sorry. As you look around your heart, you see a room filled with such bright light that it calls your attention. Walk towards it. You open this white light filled room and you can't help but just feel in awe that this room exists within your heart. And it hasn't been touched by the outside. And this is your soul. And it shines so bright. And it has been waiting for you all this time. For you to come and take them out. And let them fix the cave around. Sit with your soul. Listen to it. Ask it questions. It's been waiting for you. What is it telling you? What does it want to share with you? Listen. Hold their hand in yours. Thank them. As you thank them, they show you everything they've been holding. The dreams they have for you, the love they have for you, the wishes, the desires. And as they're sharing, you start to understand that that's you. is your voice telling you about you. And you embrace that. Thank your soul. As you journey back outside to the cave of your heart, you see that it's shining a little bit more brighter. You begin to understand it was never yours to hold. It was never yours. It was never yours. And you look back to your soul, full gratitude. As you walk away from your heart and come back, to where you are sitting in your space, in your home, in your city, in your country or island. Thank everybody that came in your journey, everybody that showed up in your memories. Thank them. Thank your mother for bringing you into this world. Thank her. Regardless of the relationship you have, Thank her for you have a sole purpose that your soul just spoke to you and we are thankful. And as you come back to the present moment, take one deep breath, fill your lungs with beautiful air. Place a hand on your heart. Thank it. Thank yourself for loving yourself so much to be present in this moment right now. Ground your feet. Place both feet on this ground. Wiggle your toes. Take one more deep breath. Shake your shoulders, shimmy your body, and bring it back to this present moment. Very gently open your eyes when you feel ready. And as you come back, take a sip of your drink, your water, your tea, and grab your journal again. In this moment, I want you to stay in silence and give yourself about five minutes to reflect on this practice. I have guiding questions for you, but you can write on whatever showed up for you. What did you see, feel, hear during this practice? What wisdom did you receive? Write any sensation that you felt in your body For your reflection of the practice, we'll come back together at 7.03. Okay, so that's five minutes. So before we move on to our next piece for today's event, does anybody feel like sharing their insights, what they received? It is an open and safe space, and I will stop the share for this. Well, that concludes the Celestial Workshop, at least for the audio part. The video will be uploaded on the website, and that link will be underneath the podcast episode. The episodes will resume January 18th, so we'll see you then. And May you have a beautiful holiday break, New Year's, and we'll see you in January. Until then, stay with you, brujitas.